everyone and welcome to Prep Talk podcast. I'm your host Vartika Bhandari. For today's episode, we have with us one of Chitala's alumni, Baltesh Miglani. To brief you a little about Baltesh before we get into the questions, he backed a super score of 35 on his ACT exam and got admitted to the University of Southern California. In this episode, we will be discussing Baltesh's journey through standardized test preparation and the hard work he put into creating a standout student resume that helped him secure admission to his dream university. We will also be talking about his current experiences in college and the challenges and surprises he has encountered so far. So with that being said, let's start our podcast. Hello Baltesh, welcome to Prep Talk podcast. We are so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity and I'm excited to talk to you guys we are we excited too so i think without further ado let's begin with the first question awesome let's get to it yeah so can you tell us about your standardized test prep journey uh, where what were some of the challenges you faced and how did you overcome them so i actually took the act and i took it twice and i mm-hmm. think i got very lucky because my super score was much higher than the individual scores that i got both times uh i think the first time around one of the great parts one of the great aspects of like my test prep process was the fact that i took both of my tests during the summer break so i had a pretty extended summer break i was off. the first time i took the test i was switching school so i was off from basically april or may until mm-hmm. august and i had that entire time from may june and july to prepare for, to prepare for it but i think one of the like one of the biggest problems that i faced was that my test scores at the very end started to stagnate i'm somebody who struggles from academic burnout and i feel that i was at certain times i was practicing so much that i was getting questions that i knew wrong because mm-hmm. of like a certain level of anxiety that i felt or like a certain level of you know just guilt that i felt felt for not getting those questions for not getting those questions right the first time so my test so this the test score stagnation was something that i uh, that i struggled with a lot but i feel that the test the, both the times that i gave the test they lined up with my preparation schedule so well that before my test that before my um, practice test scores could start tapering any more i gave the actual test and i'd say i did i did pretty i did pretty well and i was in the ballpark of whatever i was getting on the practice mm-hmm. tests at those times okay so uh, as you mentioned that you gave two um, two act attempts right so from the yes. first attempt you must have uh, learned something that you know you followed into your second attempt that understanding this thing that okay i don't have to make the same mistakes that i did in the first one and maybe this is my learning from the first one that you you know inculcated in the second attempt and that really helped you get a, a scoop, super score of 35 so i feel that i knew the one thing that i did that i was confident about was that i know what i got wrong in the previous mm-hmm. test so mm-hmm. i know what areas to work on right and but other than that given the fact that i gave one of my attempts in 2019 in the summer of 2019 and i gave mm-hmm. the second attempt in the july of 20 to in july of 2020 which was bang in the middle of lockdown and i prepared mm-hmm. prepared uh, online for that the two scenarios are completely incomparable right however i knew from the previous attempt i already knew the content 
mm-hmm. i'd covered most of them in most of it in high school because by the by the time i got around to my second attempt i was a ju- i was a junior in high school i was an 11th grader i knew what sections i was getting most of my questions wrong in so mm-hmm. i just practiced those a little bit more and i think that like from what i know that ACT questions are sort of are sort of randomized. You pick the they're picked from a question bank. So mm-hmm. depending on a, on the attempt that you give, some sections can be harder than others depending on the time that you give the test at. Right? I think though that it played a very good role. The questions that I found easier or the topics mm-hmm. that I was more confident about the second time the second time around. those ended up come like coming on the sections that i had scored badly in the last time around so that was the, that was what was able to improve my uh, that was what allowed me to improve my sectional score in places that i had not scored so well uh, previously and that was what ultimately led to a better uh, to a better super score i'd say prepare the preparation that i had from last year the maturity and the ability to deal with test anxiety mm-hmm. th- that came with a that came with one year of you know doing ib and in general a little bit of a little bit of luck and different testing environments were what led to a different score and improvement in certain in, in certain sections that i did badly in earlier and therefore an an overall improved super score all right i think giving two attempts is rather much better than just going for one if you haven't scored that well and not being disheartened in the first time right so the thing is in the first one you actually get to know what the exam is about you get to understand where you are going where you're giving the test you get to understand the right, environment absolutely. that you will be testing in so the second one exactly. essentially improves much better since you have the experience and you're no, you're new, you know known to the environment i think i think it did i would say my my performance in both areas were was on par because i'm somebody mm-hmm. who struggles with testing anxiety so i'm bound to get something wrong on a test there has never been a test in the last 5 years that i haven't gotten something wrong on mm-hmm. but i'm okay i'm okay with that i improved on the things that i got wrong originally and i had the super scoring system um, that was on my side and that yeah. eventually helped me get a better super score and made me eligible to apply to a great school like USC i would say i would definitely say that take a second attempt someone should take a second attempt only if they feel it is the right thing to do for them mm-hmm. everyone ends up where they belong and if part of that process is taking one act or one sat attempt then so be it if part of that is taking three sat attempts if you can do it if you want to do it absolutely go for it it mm-hmm. has to be based on your own comfort level right right so let's move on to our next question uh, how did you approach studying for the test and did you use any uh, specific study materials or strategies that you found particularly helpful so i work with this philosophy and i like use it even right now in college Mm-hmm. you have all the resources to prepare for a test that you need to give and to succeed in an academic environment at at all times so mm-hmm. the syllabus is complete there is nothing out of the syllabus that will 
that will ever come so it is just your responsive i feel that it is just your responsibility as a student to make the best of the risk to make to use all the resources that you have so i had tutela as a resource i had your content i had all your books i had the practice i had the practice test i had a practice test portal which emulated mm-hmm. the actual environment because when i was taking the act it had become computerized it it had like it had become it was actually a new thing that it had become computerized very recently so the fact that there was that portal that allowed me to that uh, that simulated that environment mm-hmm. i think that i think that was very helpful um i did use beyond the beyond whatever material that utella gave me and beyond those two, uh, those uh, lessons i think i did use like a little bit of khan academy to basically brush up the doubts that i have but mm-hmm. even though for standardized tests the syllabus tends to be a little bit broad i think it helps to know that the knowledge you gathered so far is enough these tests these tests are not designed to be tough or desi- designed to stump you or designed mm-hmm. to own for only 1% of the test takers to pass them or like a very small percentage of the test takers to pass them and do well in them they're designed to test your discipline and your ability to make the best use of all the resources that uh, that you have mm-hmm. okay so moving on to our third question how did you balance mm-hmm. your test prep and your other responsibilities such as school work and extracurricular activities because we know you know a lot of things have been going are going on in a student's life when they are you know in their 10th to 12th class phase they have to understand where they're going to go to college and they have to finalize a school and they have to for someone who is going to uh, studies for abroad for their college they have to take care of a lot of things and i'm right. talking about the student resume and that should stand out so how did you manage all those things that were going and you know still made it to the dream school that you did coffee definitely helps <laughs> that's course. a huge like uh, the 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 caffeine dependency is real uh i <laughs> i probably spent, i think my college application process definitely led to my star, my crippling starbucks addiction right now <laughs> but uh, i think one thing that i had on my side was uh, my large summer breaks they were like large chunks of time that i have that i had off from school and mm-hmm. given that during uh, the time that i was working heavily on my resume between my 10th and 11th grade i was switching schools that mm-hmm. gave me the opportunity of like this ripe this ripe four month period where mm-hmm. i could just completely focus on building myself and understanding what my application is going to look like so i spent a lot of time doing music so uh, i did music for 6 years that was part that was a very That's big cool. part of my profile so mm-hmm. um I think during that summer I was doing a lot actually I was I performed in a con I performed two songs in a concert in front of like 300 people I perform I um I emceed that same concert I was like uh, and yeah that was a very big part of what I was doing doing that summer I was also uh, writing my book which was my uh, which was my hook and my like actual passion project that uh that would uh, ultimately go on to i think differentiate me from the rest of the applicant pool and that was something that i was very very passionate about mm-hmm. uh, and i was obviously preparing for the act uh, for the act and since i was switching from cbsc to ib i was reading uh, 
I was I was reading I was doing some light reading when it came to like the IB content uh mm-hmm. before I started uh my first year of IBDP in August uh I think one of the things that did help was um how supportive my family were uh, I had someone to get me from point A to point B at all time ta- at all times there was never transport was never an issue for me so even mm-hmm. if i had to i was living in gurgaon at the time we just moved to gurgaon um if if i had to go get to tutela and then get go from tutela to my uh, music to to practice for my uh, for my concert in hoss in hosskhas village and then come back and then find a coffee shop to like sit down and write my and write my book in the fact that there was somebody there to get me from point a to point b was really really helpful and i think at that same i think at the same time i knew i was singularly focused so apart from doing all of these things that ultimately led to the creation of a good profile of of a good profile i knew a good profile was my goal and i knew that i wanted to build those things but i was also genuinely interested in all of the things that i was that i was doing and therefore i was i not just i not only had the motivation but the ability to put in that time i think there were two sides to it um mm-hmm. definitely um but I I I feel like it comes down to the fact that I did let like I did have to sacrifice certain parts of like my life and like the ta- and how I could use my time. Uh I I remember not being not being in touch with a lot of my uh friends from my old school uh during that part during that time. Uh I I think that was also a time when I gained quite a lot of uh weight. that was not something that i'm extremely proud of i was not eating the i was not eating the best so anything i i think i had a very singular and very i, I had a very one i i'm somebody who has a very one track mind and i think that at that point in time my mind was focused on building the best profile that building the best profile that i could working on all of these projects that um i think i sacrificed um a little bit when it came to my personal and social life but i think now you feel it's all worth it and now you have made up uh, for the lost time that you have been in usc for 3 years now two two years and i'm just coming up on 2 years. years sorry yeah but no, now okay. i think you feel it's worth it don't you there's def- i feel like there's definitely pros and there's definitely pros and cons to it i don't of course i don't regret it and i don't know whether i would change it but sometimes i do think back to oh i should have gotten coffee or lunch with my friends at a certain point in time oh maybe i should have gone to the gym four times a week you know maybe i should have found a sport that i liked uh that would have led to the building of other habits that are important uh in your adult life So a one track, a one track mind is great. I I I enjoy having the one track mind that I do have. I think it's one of my superpowers. Like and and that's not a humble sure. brag. I genuinely do. But uh, <laughs> I think being an but that's not what being an adult is about. So I think I'm if I'm not just focused on those one things, I might have learned to be a good adult a little bit sooner. 
but then there is opportunity cost you know to everything if you want to get Absolutely. a good score you have to let go of some things in order to give time to the things that matter at that point right had you gone Definitely. to those parties or had you attended that dinner you might have not spent that time in learning what you know what you did and also since you mentioned that you shifted from uh, cbse to ib right and that was right. a major shift because cbse right. and ibs are you know poles apart when it comes to the curriculum and yeah. uh, to in that shift keeping the head towards academics was very much important for you in that time and had you not done that you would not have been here right in usc doing the course that you were doing everything uh, with that being said what is the course that you're pursuing right now what is the major <laughs> right so i initially came in as a global health major at the school mm -hmm. of medicine here at usc but um, mm -hmm. i've gone right now i switched uh, to a program called international relations and global economy um yes. and i feel that that's something that i'm uh, that i that i found a passion for while at uh, usc and mm -hmm. usc obviously has great economics uh, faculty and great uh, political science faculty now we're at the cutting edge of political science research at the uh, at the moment so i'm i'm very very grateful for the opportunity that i had to switch my major that's good to know so with this we end the first part of the podcast with baltej Stay tuned for the second part next week where Valtet speaks about his experience at the University of Southern California. Also, don't forget to share the podcast further with your friends and family for more such insights on SAT, ACT, APs and college prep. Do consider following our channel and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.